This is Stu Epperson from the Truth Talk podcast, connecting current events, pop culture, and theology. And we're so grateful for you that you've chosen the Truth Podcast Network. It's about to start in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, and please share it around with all your friends. Thanks for listening, and thanks for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. I love to go wandering along the mountain track. No matter what anybody tells you, words and ideas can change the world. Now see that look in Mr. Pitt's eye, like 19th century literature has nothing to do with going to business school or medical school, right? Mr. Hopkins, you may agree with them, thinking, yes, we should simply study our Mr. Pritchard and learn our rhyme and meter and go quietly about the business of achieving other ambitions. A little secret for you. Huddle up. Huddle up! We don't read and write poetry because it's cute. We read and write poetry because we are members of the human race. And the human race is filled with passion. Medicine, law, business, engineering, these are noble pursuits and necessary to sustain life. But poetry, beauty, romance, love, these are what we stay alive for. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show. I say this calls for action and now. So today's show, as you might guess, we're going mountain climbing last week. Yes, we were surfing, but today we're mountain climbing, mountain climbing, as you may have just heard. Um, and in a way, you know, my father, for those of you who don't know, was a Jeep dealer in Albuquerque, New Mexico when I was in high school and I first started to drive. And, and so as a Jeep dealer, he traded for a 1949 CJ 2A, and for those Jeep enthusiasts out there, you know exactly the car I'm talking about. It was the one that looked just like the military Jeep, and we climbed many a mountain in that Jeep. <laughs> and so <laughs> we're going to climb some mountains today. If you um, are really perceptive, you knew that was the Stargazers with Happy Wanderer right there at the very beginning. Used to sing that song when I was in middle school, <laughs> which was called Junior High back in those days, by the way. And then Robin Williams in the Dead Poet Society. Uh, he was sharing what we will find out as a precept or a paquitum today. It, it's so cool on the mountain that we're climbing. And then Peggy Wood, you might recognize from Sound of Music, with Climb Every Mountain. So today's show, like all the Christian Car Guy shows recently, is brought to you by a Hebrew letter. And today the letter is Kuf, which that letter looks like, we, you know, it, it sounds a lot like a Q, but it's the hidden sparks of holiness. Like Moses, you know, he got a glimpse of God in that when he was standing on that holy ground. Well, that's the letter Kuf. We're going to get into all that. So there was an old Disney movie, and I hope everybody gets to see it at some point in their life. It's really cool. It's called The Third Man on the Mountain. 
And in this movie, there's a man by the name of John Winter. He's actually a captain, Captain John Winter. He stops and he pauses. They're way up above where most people would ever go in the Swiss Alps. And he says to his young mountain climbing guide, I feel sorry for the people who never get to see this. And what they were looking at was above the clouds in a clear air. It was magnificent. It was a view of the Alps. Really, I think only God and a few maybe mountain goats ever get to see. Well, in your journey, in my journey through the Bible, in our faith, you know, it's Studying the Bible is like that at times, right? You climb and you climb, you slip, you crawl, you get lost, you go the wrong way. Then suddenly you pop around a corner and it literally takes your breath. I mean, that's when it's, it's time to just pause and just behold, right? It's holy. It's amazing. It gives meaning to life. It's the face of God, literally. So clearly, as we climb around on the first six verses of the 119th Psalm today on a Christian Car Guy show, I'm going to be praying that you get a piece of that view that I got to see this week in the Bible Alps. So, and yes, this all applies to cars so much. So we're going to sum up how it applies to cars, especially to Jeeps, with a little game of Name That Noise. It's time to play Define That Defect. Resolve that roar, trace that tick, highlight that hubbub, name that noise, chronicle that clatter. All right, get ready to call in at 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. If you will be able to uh, name this noise, Sean, tell them what they'll win. All right, if you're able to name that noise, you're going to win a Christian Car Guy t-shirt. How's that sound, Robbie? Oh, yeah, you'll be styling a profile. It's this Christian Car Guy on the front with a big red Christian Car Guy logo, and on the back, it's the Jesus Labor of Love, and all you got to do is name this noise. So what is this noise today? And so a little different noise today than normally. Normally, I've got some problem that, you know, you're trying to say, oh, man, that car's doing something wrong. Well, I will give you another large hint today and say, in this case, the car's doing something really right. And it might surprise you what the car's doing, but those who are um, up on the subject may know exactly what that car is doing. 866-348-7884. We want you to win a T-shirt, 866-34-TRUTH. And like I said, this is going to have everything to do. And when you understand what that Jeep is, actually, I will tell you it's a Jeep, what it's doing, um, then I think you're going to see where we're going with this. So as we talked about the last couple of weeks, uh, God has certainly put it on my heart to study the 119th Psalm, actually, in so many different ways. And, and the 119th Psalm, you may know, is the longest chapter in the Bible, and it is based on all the letters, the Hebrew letters of the alphabet. There are eight verses on all 22 letters. And so today I want to climb around on the first six verses. Um, and, and as we climb this particular mountain, I'm hoping you get a chance to see um, where we get to, and then you can call in and share what you've seen along these lines. <laughs> so... Um, 
you might know that the 119th Psalm starts out with a letter Aleph, which is the first letter in the Hebrew alphabet, which has everything to do with God's name, like Adonai. And he's also the father, and Father Abraham's name starts with an Aleph. So can, that A has to do with the father, and it has to do with the number one and a lot of things along those lines. But it starts out with the word Asher. Like, they named <laughs> Jacob's wife, named their baby Asher because she was happy. So that it's, it's translated blessed, right? Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. And we talked about that last week, that, that the people that are in the small, narrow gate, they're in the way, those people are happy, and, and they walk in the law of the Lord. And the second verse, very similar, blessed are those who keep his testimonies. And these are people that are keeping, like John Bunyan had his character Christian kept his testimony close to his bosom. So he knew his story. He knew how God had come from him. He'd seen it as an eyewitness. Yes, he was witness to all the things in the Bible that he'd read, but he'd also been a witness to what God had done in his own life. And he was happy because he sought after God with the whole heart, right? Blessed are those who keep his testimonies that seek him with a whole heart. And that whole heart is critical to the whole psalm. It's critical to King David's life because he was the one who sought after God with a whole heart. So along those lines, while we're still talking about those blessed people, they also do no iniquity and they walk in his way. So there, see, we've climbed through fervor three levels here. So we spent a lot, we did a whole show on iniquity here a few weeks ago, maybe a couple months ago. I won't go into a lot of what that is, but the idea is that these people walk in his ways. They they have a WWJD bracelet on, and they're walking the way that Jesus walked. Where I wanted to jump up today as we kind of just level up from those first three verses, the next thing, this next verse kind of jumps out at us, and it says, Thou hast commanded us to keep thy precepts diligently. And so all of a sudden, the language changes, and it's almost like you're out of the foothills, and now you're going to have to start climbing this mountain. <laughs> and, and the word that David used that he commanded us to keep those precepts diligently was that he was actually something he was telling you. It's, they use a lot of different words for commandment. Unfortunately, English just gives us that one word that's translated so many times in the Bible as commandment. But this is, this is the kind of thing where God instructed David directly. And if you look at Deuteronomy 6, which is very much, the, you know, the law that David is referring to here, the thing that they're, you're told to do diligently, when you're told, love the, in Deuteronomy 6, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might, that word might is the same word as diligently. And so since David was the guy who sought God with his whole heart, he's saying that you got you, you got to seek God with all all your all. And this is going to lead to some things that we're going to get to when we come back. We got Eric is in, um, looks like Washington. And he's got a, he's got an idea what that noise is. I bet he's heard it if he lives out there. We got so much more Christian Car Guys show coming up. You could call us with your guests on the noise. 866-348-7884. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. I love to go wandering along the mountain track. And as I go, I love to sing my knapsack on my back. Valerie, Valerie. Valerie. 
I didn't want anybody to miss out on that great song from the 50s. <laughs> I love to go wandering. Anyway, we're going wandering today on mountain climbing on the Christian Car Guy Show, and we've had a fun shot at Name That Noise. So we got Eric. Is It looks like in Tootville, Washington. I've never heard of that town, but Eric, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. It's uh, actually, it's Coopville. <laughs> I like that better. P-E-V-I-L-L, yeah. It has some to do with chickens. <laughs> well, that makes sense. Right, right. Yeah. So maybe we can hatch out a good thing here for you. <laughs> good one. So, so anyway, you're up there. Is that pretty close to the mountains yourself there, I would think, in Coopville? Not really. It's, uh, it's on Whidbey Island. Oh really? So part of the, yeah. How fun! I was born and raised here, so that is really nice really nice place. So what? Do you want me to play that noise again so you can try to determine what it is? If you can, if you don't mind, that would be great. So go ahead, Sean. All right, Eric. Can you name that noise? I'm going to guess, uh, I didn't have the radio up, but I, I'm going to guess um, uh, windshield wipers. I like that. They, they, you know, the windshield wipers could have been wiping while that was going on, and that would be a good yeah. thing, especially if you were mountain climbing, because you know, it could be snowing up there or raining. Yeah. And, and I've heard windshield wipers sound like that, but what I was going for was a little different, but we're going to give it to you, because I don't know for sure that the wipers weren't working right there. So, hey, hey what the heck, Eric? So, uh, have you ever gone four-wheel driving in a Jeep? Oh, yeah. Uh, not in a Jeep, necessarily, but um, when I was younger, we, we had trucks, and we went up to the, the mountains in Washington and uh, went went fishing when I was a kid, as soon as I got my license. So, we did a lot of that to, to get to the lakes. And it's beautiful up there, isn't it? Yeah, and Marble Mount's really nice. Um, I mean, I haven't been there in a while because I'm, I'm older now, but um, it is just uh, God's country for sure. It's, it's beautiful up there. So have you ever been like way up in a mountain and all of a sudden you actually got above the clouds and you had this different view because you couldn't see below the clouds. You could just see what was above the clouds of the top of the mountains across the range? Well, I have a story about that. Um, I used to pack uh, bundles of boughs out when I was a kid. Really? Uh, for Christmas tree wreaths. And if something like that came in, it was a low-pressure system, and we were likely going to get rain or snowed on. <laughs> so we saw it as not the greatest thing coming. <laughs> um, yeah, so I uh, never got to experience it in a good way. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Yeah, this might not be good if you're fixing to have to come down the mountain in the snow. Um, that's correct. That's a scary situation. I understand. That's the, the challenge of mountain climbing. So, well, thank you, Eric. I appreciate you calling in today and sharing. God bless you. Oh, absolutely. Thank you very much for your show. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. All right. So it's still out there. What do you think that noise is? Let's play it one more time, Sean, for those people who who may want to hear it. Um, you call us at 866-348-7884. And that is a good noise, right? It's a good noise. So you call us 866-348-7884. Okay, when we left our hero, David, he had 
just gotten out of the foothills and now he's starting to climb this mountain. And, and for me, it was my first real climb in the 119th Psalm because I really had a problem with the word precepts. I'd, it says, thou hast commanded us to keep thy precepts diligently. And I thought that it's it's an interesting word, that pekudim in, in Hebrew, because it doesn't show up until the Psalms. And, and so it's a bit of a question, what was David actually referring to since he's talking about a type of command and he's talking about that you're supposed to do it diligently. And I couldn't find anybody that gave me an answer I really liked. <laughs> so I kept studying, and I found out I could actually back into it. And the way that I did that was I looked into Deuteronomy 6. Was there something that God had commanded in this type of command, that word that they use for command here? And he'd commanded to do it with that the diligently word, which is miod in Hebrew. And you know what it was? The thing that he told them to do diligently was love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your mind and all your diligency, <laughs> I guess, because that same word that's translated diligent here is the word that's at the end of that, you know, Shama prayer for the, for the Jews. And so the idea was that that was love. It was the, the word love is a precept here. And, and as I thought about love being a precept, I went back and did some more studying on, on a rabbi's teaching on this psalm, and he talked about Viktor Frankl, and Viktor Frankl was a psychiatrist that got sent to Auschwitz. And what he observed when he was in Auschwitz was that the people that held on to loving God were the people that lived. The people that lost their faith quickly died. They had no reason to live. Even those people who maybe not didn't have faith but loved their families particularly, when they hung on to things that Robin Williams was talking about in the inter beginning of the show, love, passion, these kind of things, those were the things that made life worth living. And, and so as, as David is sharing something that you're supposed to do with your whole heart, think about Jesus's commandment, right? <laughs> love one another. I mean, that's a precept. It's different than, a, than, than the other commands. And so when David gives you this one, he's, he's setting up the next climb, actually, by telling you, okay, God told us very specifically, we're supposed to keep these love things, these things that are worth living with all our heart. That, that diligence is with all our all, with everything we got. And so then his next comment just clearly is connected to that because then his heart just cries out, oh, that my ways, this is verse five, oh, that my ways were directed to keep thy statutes. And that word statutes has to do with our letter for today, the, the Hebrew letter cuff, which has to do with something so holy you really don't understand it. And you might remember King David, you know, went to move the ark and ended up getting his buddy killed because he didn't understand this kind of statute. And so we're going to do some more mountain climbing when we come back. And I'm really shocked that there aren't, aren't you, Sean, that somebody hasn't called to name this noise? 866-348-7884. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. mountain climbing today on the Christian Car Guy Show. <laughs> so 
You know, we've got this nameless noise, which has to do, well, you know, how King David climbed this mountain. I think you're going to see how it all comes together, hopefully, when we get this name. There's noise named, so we got all sorts of callers calling in now. That's wonderful. We got Dan is in Snohomish, Washington. Snohomish must be a, a big place because we get a lot of calls from Snohomish. Dan, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning, Robbie. I'm sorry. Uh, my wife and I both have uh, different uh, guesses on this one. Oh, good. Uh, my guess is, my guess is that uh, it's a a jeep uh, fording a river, and my wife's guess is. I think that it's fluid. I'm hearing uh, like water, so I think you're filling up the the. Uh, windshield washer fluid well that's interesting I, those are great answers and and once again i was not there to see if there was somebody filling up the windshield while it was happening um and i did see some water in what was going on um so you got it you got it right there is a jeep moving there and, and there there is some water to an extent but that wasn't actually what i was going after but i love it i love it i you guys is Snowmahomish? I mean, because I really do. I get a lot of calls from Snowmahomish. Am I saying it right? Finally, no, no. <laughs> I will say it for me. Snowhomish. Oh, there's no. I put too many syllables in it. Snowhomish. Okay. Right there, you go. That wonderful, Dan. Well, thank you so much. So, have you guys been on up up in a jeep in the Washington mountains? Not in a jeep, but uh, I have been up in the mountains, uh, climbing up to uh, upper lakes to go fishing. And uh, yes, we've been above the clouds at times. <laughs> it's a, it's a beautiful sight, and I bet you've been there in the Bible too, haven't you, Dan? Absolutely. Right. When all of a sudden you you came up, you've you've been crawling around on this passage for a while, and all of a sudden your head popped through the mountains. You went, "Oh, look! Oh man, it's absolutely gorgeous." Well, thank you, thank you both, Dan. What's your wife's name? Dawn D A W N. Yeah, so we're gonna have to send out two T-shirts so that you can have a his and hers for Dan and Dawn. <laughs> How wonderful! Thank you guys. God bless. I really appreciate Thanks. you calling. So we got, let's see, we got Kara Lee is in Port Orchard, Washington. So Kara Lee, you're on the Christian Car Guys show. Do you want to take a guess at that noise? Do you want to hear it again? Uh, no, I don't want to hear it again. <laughs> anyway, to me, it sounds like the car is idling. I mean, the Jeep is idling, or maybe it's having uh, gas put into the tank or something like that. But, um, well, I love that answer. That's so beautiful because to some extent, the, the Jeep is idling. And that's critical to what's actually going on um, in the in the soundbite and what we'll reveal here <laughs> at some point. Like, like let go and let God? <laughs> idling, yeah. It's like, wow, the Jeep is taking you where you need to go just without having to step on the gas. So you, you, you're... You're you're right on the money there. So I'm so grateful that you called in with that, and um, you'll be looking good in that T-shirt too. So thank you, Carolee. Thank you. God bless. So next up we have Rachel is in Oxford, North Carolina. 
So, Rachel, <clears throat> you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. What do you think it is? Good morning. Could you play it again? We absolutely can. My call screener's on the phone, so as soon as he gets off, um, we will we will play that for you, and and you'll be able to do it. So, Oxford is there. We go. There's Sean. Can you play the noise again for her? There you go, Rachel. Name that noise. Are you with me? I don't hear it. <laughs> you didn't hear the noise? I don't hear it. Hold uh, on a minute. I don't have my radio up. Okay, we're going to play it one one more time. All right. Yes. Yeah. Are you hearing it now? All right. What what do you think that is? Rachel, what yeah, do you think? Yeah, I heard it. it. While you were talking, I I kind of disqualified my um my thought, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. The thought was that it was being washed. Oh. Well, that's cool. Well, again, I wasn't there to know that they didn't at some point in time wash the Jeep. They must have, but um, so we're going to give you a T-shirt anyway. A T-shirt that says you had the wrong answer? Well, no, you had a wonderful answer. You called in and you had the courage. So, you know, to me, anybody that, that has the courage to call, they, they, they get a T-shirt. That's just wonderful. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Rachel. God bless. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to leave it out there for somebody else if they want to call us at 866-348-7884 because I really do want to send the point home on what's actually going there on there as we're climbing this mountain. But when we left our hero, David, you know, we're on the on the verse 5, excuse me, on verse 4 where it says, Thou hast commanded us to keep thy precepts diligently. Okay, so now while we're sitting there with all our heart and with all our soul, we're trying to keep these these type of things that are like love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your mind. And then he says, oh, that I could do these things that are so hard I don't understand. Because what statutes are, are the things that are so holy I don't understand. Like what happened to poor David's friend when he, when he touched the ark in the wrong way. I mean, he just got oxidized, right? And so, wow, David's asking for this to happen and then the, the sixth verse is where I came around the corner and all of a sudden I got to look at something that I hadn't seen. And what that next verse said, after he got a point to where he would know how to do the high, hard, the difficult statutes, then he says, then I won't be ashamed when I had respect for all of your mitzvah. And that's another word for commandment. But actually, what he's saying there, it, it, that word ashamed is the same word that you know, Adam and Eve were ashamed when they found out they were naked. And, and so the idea is now I'm not, <laughs> you know how you get ashamed when you've been revealed to be a poser? Like, oh, when when all of a sudden you come to the conclusion you're not the person that you thought you were, or, or God it, it, it allowed something in your life to expose you. And when you think about this in the New Testament, which is so beautiful, is that Peter, right, he got a chance to see something very beautiful when he told Jesus he would never let him down. But when, you know, the, when, when he was standing there at the fire, he denied Jesus three times. And he found out that he wasn't the person he thought he was. 
but in in pulling off his mask the way that it got pulled off, he got a look at something that was absolutely critical to his walk. Because Jesus would restore him, and you know, everybody, uh, so many people's favorite passage there at the end of the Gospel of John, when you know Jesus asked Peter, "Do you love me?" Well, feed my sheep. Well, that is a picture of what this verse is, and I hope you see it with me, because it says, "Then I'll not be ashamed when I can behold or respect," is what it says in the King James. But it really means to behold, to get a whole look at a commandment, to get a whole look at what it is that you're asking us to do, which in this case, he was telling Peter to feed his sheep. Well, I don't know if, if you're like me, but at some point in time, you know, you, you were being a poser. I was, you know, faking it until I made it. And all of a sudden, in spite of what I did, God kind of held me over the basket and let me do something that was one of his command, one of his good deeds that he asked me to do, to teach, to to show somebody, you know, how to feed a sheep. And then all of a sudden you get this look at Jesus like, oh my goodness. And so as we get to the top of that mountain, that was what actually I was hoping somebody would call in today and share, you know, when did that mask come off you? And all of a sudden, and of course, you know, for me, it happened at my conversion. Like, I didn't realize how holy God was until I read the book of Job for the first time, <laughs> and I kept on complaining that, like, really, you're going to let these kids die and all this stuff? And then all of a sudden, I went, when, when God showed up in the cloud and said, okay, Robbie, you know, if you're so smart, why don't you just make it hail or, or set the sun one time? And all of a sudden, I got to look at myself for the first time, and that was critical to the fact <laughs> that I needed Jesus right? And if I didn't see my need for Jesus, then I didn't need Jesus, right? <laughs> and so these two are so connected. I hope you're with me. I hope you can see that. And then you can call in and share your story or what you may think that noise is. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. we got so much more Christian Car Guy show coming up. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. You know, for me, I've heard that that song is from the point I was a little child. Um, <laughs> well, actually, I think Sound of Music came out when I was eight. But nonetheless, I'd never n- put it together that that what she says is is that you've got to put all the love that you can give, right, in order to climb the mountain. It it. it it, it so is connected to this psalm in so many ways because this wholehearted idea that David had as he got his whole heart back more and more through these precepts, then all of a sudden he wouldn't be ashamed, right, when he saw that Jesus would, would meet his need and he would, he would be able to see these commandments with, with these fresh eyes of, of being on top of the mountain 
having climbed it with God and seeing that God was the one that actually put him up there. So it's, it's, it's an amazing thing. I, I, I am very excited about all the people that are calling in that we're fixed to hear from them. So I need to mention that, uh, uh, there's a show coming up today at one o'clock on the Truth Network. It's called The Cure with Amy Cabo and Boris Co. And it, and it's absolutely wonderful today's show. They're going to be doing it on burnout with Michael Levitt. So you don't want to miss that at one o'clock on the Truth Network. But next up, we got Eric wants to try the noise again, which the noise is kind of critical to what I'm talking about. So Eric, oh, we lost Eric, and so I'm going to put that one off and we got let's see Jacqueline Ward is in Greensboro so Jacqueline you're on the Christian Car Guy show good morning good morning how are you I am wonderful so you want to try the noise oh uh, yeah I think it's uh, something idling steady as it go um like driving over a bridge or something you're you're exactly right steady as you go that's actually they they are not touching the gas but the jeep is just climbing the mountain just yeah absolutely <laughs> And which they do, if you put it in four low and you just take your foot off the gas, if in the older Jeeps that had all kinds of torque, you didn't have to do anything. They drove you if you would let them drive. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and you can hear the ticking sound, you know, the, the sounds of it. Um, yeah, they're going I over rocks. They used to and, work in the car. <laughs> right. It's, it's kind of like a tractor. Like a lot of people don't realize that the slower you go, the better you climb. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely what's happening in my life. <laughs> so he says that you have a, a God story for us. Oh, my God. I have so many pieces that he's put back in my life because he keeps doing me over and over again because of the mistakes I keep making or um, had, especially in my earlier years. Um, I remember a time when um, I was introduced to the Holy Spirit after reading in John um, that he would never leave us. You know, Before he leave, he would leave us a comforter that would you know, keep right. us all things. And that he will not speak of himself, but only what the things that the Father would say. So I started really studying that, and I was very promiscuous back then. I was in a relationship, and we were dating all the time, wasn't married. I, well, I was married at that time, but I was divorced, though. Um, so, and it was me just constantly going down. When I met the Holy Spirit, it was like it made me see my sinful nature, actually, the face of my sinful nature. And the Holy Spirit... <laughs> I, I tied the tour with him like I would do men, um, you know, alluring, you know, um, after I realized that this kid <laughs> was really real, I would, if you can envision me, kind of bat my eyes and, you know. Um, oh, I get <laughs> it. Woman, I am with you. Kind of the Holy Spirit, you know, and I was like, cause that's all I know. That's my simple nature, you know, especially with a man. So I'm thinking that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm like, I can't get him like I get any other man. But he said to me, I know what you, one of your issues is, Jacqueline, that you think I'm a mirror man. <laughs> and he was telling me he was so much more than that. And that got my attention. It was like we were sitting down playing chess with all my little simple natures, drinking, smoking. And one by one, they started um, just leaving, you know, that was just falling off. And so the relationship began to build. <laughs> right. <laughs> he, he's, he's, right. He's given us her heart back a little piece at a time. Right. Yes. He's given it. One thing he said. One thing he said to me um, before that level of um, success started um, really progressing was, if you, he said, if you give me what you're holding behind your back, he said things would be a whole lot better. <laughs> it's like I kept giving him the things that the surface things, you know. When right. He came, give me that what you got behind your back, you know. I want that too, and I, that. So this is what continuously made me realize that he really, really is real. 
Oh, it's beautiful. That's ex- oh, you you you've been on that mountain, haven't you, Jacqueline? thank you for calling and for winning today i'm so grateful god bless you you have a great weekend you made my day there's no doubt there's so many wonderful stories today so um next up we got ann alt so ann you heard all that that's beautiful isn't it Uh well she got the answer there's no doubt about it i was thinking it was i was thinking it was that his four-wheel jeep you know climbing up a mountain actually you know that it sounded like it was it was doing the work too. You know it is. But I mean that, that I, maybe I misled. It is climbing. It's actually climbing over rocks and boulders. Yeah, but, that's but what it's it it's like just idling. I, I kept, that's the part yeah. that really confuses people. Is they think I got to step on the gas to go over. Here's this big rock right in front of me. Wow. Well, if you know something about those old jeeps. If you touch the gas, you are messing up. You're fixing to slip. Well, I'm going to get me a Jeep one day. But I was going to tell you also, I climbed, you may remember this, but I climbed Mount Fuji in 1968. And it was an amazing experience in Japan, climbing Mount Fuji. And all the way up, the higher you went, the harder it got. And then finally, you were so exhausted by the end. And yet, when you got to the top, sipping green tea, hot green tea in the crevasse of a rock. And all around me, I was part of the sunrise, Robbie. And it's like S-O-N, <laughs> rise. It was just so incredible. And it was worth it all getting to the top, you know, for those that are climbing their mountains. All right, so, so you understood to- that, you know, you, f- you feel sorry for people that have never seen this, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, so and, and you're just like, it was... It was hard. You were, you felt lost at times, I'm sure. Yep. You slipped, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, you know oh, and all those things. And if when you really dig around and let the Holy Spirit guide you through the Bible, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if he could ever take your foot off the gas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let him do it. Oh, that climb every mountain. I played Maria and the Sound of Music I know a thousand you did. years ago. <laughs> my God, when I heard that, I thought, oh, my Lord, it just transported me. You know, what a gorgeous song. Oh, my gosh, what fun. Love the show today. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you, my friend. I, I, I am just, like, amazed at the stuff that God shows me. And when I got around the corner, I realized, <laughs> oh, wow, that in order for me to, to see your whole mitzvah, your whole commandment, I, I've got to drop the mat. I, you know, you've got to pull those things away from me, like Jacqueline was talking about, where yeah. I'm posing, where I'm acting like I know what I'm doing. Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> leave, leave the driving to him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a neat, it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful adventure. Well, thank you so much for calling in today, and God bless. God bless you, Robbie. What fun. <laughs> it is, it is. And I want to thank you, um, those of you who have been following me, my podcast, I've been doing these hidden secrets of the 119th Psalm. So I spent just verse after verse. I mean, there's a 10, 12 minute segment on each of these verses where I go into great detail about the Hebrew and all that. If that interests you, I would love for you to check out our podcast. It's called Hidden Secrets of the 119th Psalm there within the Christian Car Guy, as well as all these shows, Christian Car Guy Theater, all those things. And then think about the mitzvah itself to, to, to help single moms, widows, and families in crisis. That's the Jesus Labor Love, car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. You can find all those things at, at christiancarguy.com. But, you know, it's, you know, it's a dream that's going to need all the love you can give, right? To just climb, 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 and know that he's up there. 
but it, and it's going to be worth all the effort for you in the Bible as you come around the corner and there he is. Thank you so much for listening today to the Christian Car Guy Show. We listen to the Truth Network. Truthnetwork.com. This is the Truth Network.